0: Hey, babes. I am your host, Christina Catherine McGuinness, a recent college graduate who is just trying to figure her shit out. In the Bottled Lawn podcast, we are talking lots of booze with a new drinking word every week, dishing on our latest dating adventures, diving into work hacks, and the best hashtag self-care tips around. This is a place for all babes to come and chat about the millennial four pillars, booze, Boys, business, and beauty. Come with a glass of champs and get ready to laugh, learn, and have a happy hour with your blonde digital BFF. Let's celebrate not having it all together, but having a good fucking time while we're at it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts every Thursday. Cheers. Hello, babes. I am your host, Christina Catherine McGinnis, the founder of KCM Connect, the Bottled Blonde, and the blog ChristinaMcGinnis.com. And guys, I am straight up eating lemon frosting out of a Betty Crocker container with a little bit of blueberries right now, and I am not fucking mad about it. This is pretty, pretty fantastic. On the news front, I am moving. Drum roll, please. I have no idea where I'm moving. But this weekend, I am looking in Beverly Hills, West Hollywood. That whole situation on because my, honestly, the people at my apartment complex, the management team, are assholes. They're trying to make me right now take down the flower wall that they put up in my apartment six months ago. It's not happening. The wonderful thing about LA Hotman is I think I have told you guys this, but he's a lawyer. So he's writing all the emails, anything that's coming into the inbox that's a little feisty and fiery, he answers. So he's dealing with them. We are keeping the flower wall up, but right after the flower wall situation, they sent me an email saying they're going to raise my rent $700. Mm, Not fucking happening. I would jump into a two bedroom before I ever spent seven hundred more dollars on rent. Like, are you snorting crack cocaine? That's not even okay on any level. So I am hunting away. I'm pumped because we're gonna get a little bit of champs on. We're gonna go apartment hunting. I'll take you along on my Instagram stories and maybe you guys can help me pick an apartment because I really am gonna need some help. It's not till June, so it's like a little it's a little bit away. But I'm a planner bitch at heart, so I got to plan it all out, got to go see all the apartments, do a full investigation, and I get to drag along LA Hotman, and he is coming on for an episode soon. So if you guys have any fun little questions, we have so, we have so many. Like, we can discuss how awful it was that I, oh, oh, oh. Guys, so bad of me. So bad of me. Literally, no joke. We're at a family dinner with his family. And we went in the bathroom and got a little frisky at a family dinner. Not going to lie. And this is at like a public restaurant. (laughs) We've been cooped up for clearly way too long, but we'll have to go in depth on that whole situation and so much more. That'd be a really good episode. Yeah. Any questions that you have, like dating, job? How to keep it spicy. We just went to a sex store. So maybe we'll chat about all the new little fun little sex items we got. And we can talk about, you know, just a little bit of everything, a little splash of everything up in there. But I speaking, we are really taking a U-turn here, going from sex to doctors. This episode is really good. And I'm pumped for this episode because we get a little get a little taste of everything. We're talking about the gut health. We're talking about just life in general. And I love talking to doctors, especially about things that are like hot topics. Speaking of which, this literally just reminded me, I recorded with another doctor that's coming on all about like dermatology and the skin. And she said how there's a new prescription that you can get that a whole bunch of people are getting on right now that like balances out your hormones. And helps people's acne so much. And I am literally just like squirrel, squirrel, squirrel right now. I'm going to call my dermatologist, set up an appointment because I really need to get that going. The skin has been pissed lately, but the thing that has really helped the skin is a skin scrubber. You have never heard of one of these things. Chef's kiss, magical. No joke, we almost sold them out of skin scrubbers on my Instagram. The company messaged me and they were like, Whoa, hot damn. Like, we really went balls to the wall on the skin scrubber situation. And I'm not mad about it. I am just excited that everyone's face is going to be like as soft as a baby's butt and blackhead free. So, hell to the yeah. If you guys want a little skin scrubber action, I'll put that in the show notes. And then today's drinking word. Is going to be doctor, so you guys are literally going to be full blown wasted by the end of this episode. I'll keep you updated on all things apartment when the LA Hotman episode is going live, and about exactly whatever the hell that pill is called. So tata for now. Let's let's jump into the episode, shall we? Babes, we are jumping into it this week. Oh, I am so excited for this week's guest. We are bringing on the podcast, The Secret Scope, which is Dr. Samantha Gelman and Dr. Adeline Vidar, which they are just magical human beings, and they share on their podcast a weekly dose of beauty, health, wellness secrets, from a physician's perspective. They bring you up-to-date and evidence-based medicine topics all in one spot. In this episode, we're diving into gut health. We're discussing what drives your gut, what gut imbalance is, improving the gut, tips for knee, winter skin, spring skin hacks, fibroblasting, red light therapy, the COVID vaccine. We fucking get into it. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode. I'm pumped, guys. Hello, TBB babes. We have such a freaking fun episode today. I am pumped. We are diving into all things beauty, mask me, gut health fibroblasting, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> and we have some super fun guests. So I am pumped. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with the TBB babes today. Hi. Thank you for having us. We're so excited to be here. But yeah. So I was actually on your guys' podcast and I'll have to link that as soon as that comes out, because the TBB babes have to go listen to your guys' pod too. But give a little intro on yourselves, and then also how you came to work together and have a podcast.
1: All right. So Adeline and I have been basically best friends since childhood. We met, I want to say, how old were we, Adeline? 14, 15 years old or something? Something around there. We ended up going to medical school together and now she's in family medicine and I'm in internal medicine. So we saw that there was like a space in the podcast industry. They were all booming at that time. And Adeline was obsessed with the Skinny Confidential. So she put me on that. And I was like, you know what? We could do this from a medical perspective. We saw that there were people talking about medicine, but that was only geared towards other people in healthcare and not so much people like people in general to be able to pay attention to it. So we thought there was a space for us to fill and that's why we got into it.
2: Yeah. And what we focus on is beauty, health and wellness. And we share secret tips of what we personally do in beauty, health and wellness. We share tips and health that we practice daily, that we learn in medical school and just wellness overall, seeing how other influencers, other people on social media work for themselves. And we love to share stuff like that with our followers.
0: Oh my gosh. And you guys are just so fun. I love your guys' vibe. You're so happy. What is your guys' favorite cocktail or drink?
1: Oh, my God. I don't know where to start. You want to start (laughs) with yours? Adeline has a specific drink, so that's why. It's specific with us.
0: Okay,
2: so it's not my, like, specific drink. I actually got it from Healthy with Nettie.
0: Do you know who that is? I don't, but now I'm going to need to look it up. Yeah, you're going
2: to love her. You're going to love her. So it's basically, she uses vodka, I think. So I don't like vodka. I'm a tequila girl, so I'll use Casamigos Blanco. And so it's that, just straight with muddled mint and muddled cucumber. So it's very refreshing. One, two is enough. Three, four, you're going to be on the floor.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love that. I am such like a tequila girl. And recently I've gotten into like the spicy margaritas. So and I a place and they added guava. And now I sound like such a bitch walking to the bar. I'm like, Hi, can I get a Casa amigos uh, spicy marg with a little bit of guava? And I'm like, oh my God, here we go. Yep. <laughs>
1: But it's okay. It happens to the best of us. I mean, for me, I'm more of a dark liquor drinker. So during the week, you'll catch me probably drinking just whiskey on the rocks. But on the weekends, if I go out, a cocktail. I like my sugary cocktails.
0: Okay, what kind of cocktail do you like when you're out? So,
1: and honestly, whenever I go to a restaurant, I'm like a big person on trying new things. So I'll always like like a blackberry drink or something new that's sweet. I'll always try whatever's in.
0: Oh, blackberry. That yeah. sounds bomb. I am here for that. Okay. Yeah. I'm- Boa
1: has an amazing
0: blackberry drink. Ooh, I, I'm ready. I'm going to try the mint and the cucumber. That needs to happen in my life. Yeah. And wow. it's skinny, right? It's low-cal. Yeah, it's low-cal.
2: And then also... Who loves? Who doesn't love a glass of rose?
0: Rose, you know, you if you don't like rose, we can't be friends. Everyone, loves, <laughs> you have to love the rose to be. You
1: already rose. know your obsession with rose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I love it. So let's. Okay, speaking of literally ruining our gut, let's dive into gut health and discuss what drives your gut, what gut imbalance is, and some of your guys's secret tips to improve your gut health.
1: So like your gut in general, it's driven by like the stomach acid in there and the stomach acid can change from time to time. And also like your immune system, your GI flora in general, you have bacteria in there that's normally there. So what happens is sometimes due to like us being stressed out or an illness that's going on that can go out of whack. And that's how you get all this gut imbalance and IBS and various GI disturbances. So it kind of like depends, it varies because the symptoms also overlap a little bit. So it's hard to pinpoint each thing to a specific diagnosis, but that's why there's a specific criteria that we use as physicians to figure out what exactly is going on with you.
0: What is a leaky gut? Because I've heard of this, number one, it sounds nasty. And, but I also know that it's a thing that a lot of people have.
1: So there's no actual like diagnosis for leaky gut at this time. It's not formally known by GI, like gastroenterologists will not be able to diagnose leaky gut. But this is something that holistic physicians and practitioners have kind of like went around that. And then basically what they believe is that like infections or stress or anything like that will cause your gut to open up. You have little pores all around your intestines. And what happens when they open up like pores on your face, they leak. And when that happens, you get these like, symptoms of nausea, you could have vomiting, you could have diarrhea, constipation. There's different varieties of it. And I think that's the issue with leaky gut syndrome and why it's becoming more and more recognized because more and more people are seeing themselves being affected by it, but not getting a formal diagnosis. So we don't really have a treatment option for it per se. That's like a medication that you can take, but it's all about lifestyle changes, which Adeline and I talk about all the time
0: what are some secret tips to improve your gut health?
2: So obviously diet, what you eat is affecting everything in your gut. Also. So speaking about diet, you want to eat a lot of fruits, a lot of vegetables, less on like high refined sugars, less carbs, more protein, like a Mediterranean diet, like lots of poultry, fish, Olive oil, that's just the best diet that's recommended out there. Also, another tip is that how we think. Our brain and our gut is like connected. So if you're stressed out, it's going to affect your gut in the long run. Smoking, a lot of alcohol use. So I know we spoke about alcohol, but we're not, those drinks we recommended, we're not saying you have to have those every day because overall, it's going to cause a lot of damage to our
1: gut. Right. And other things is obviously like we always talk about this, sleep, getting enough sleep, drinking enough water. Those are things that you automatically should be doing to reduce stress and promote a healthy gut, healthy lifestyle in general. So just being healthy in the grand scheme of things is what will help you with good gut health as well.
0: What do you guys think about intermittent fasting? It's like we have intermittent
2: opinions about it there's so many different types. Like you could either fast for 12 hours, 16, 72. I know people that fasted for 72 hours. I feel that if it works for you, do it. And if you notice that it's not doing your body right, don't do it.
1: Right. And the thing is with intermittent fasting, like a lot of us do it naturally. Like I, for example, probably won't have my first meal till around 11, 12 o'clock, and then I won't eat after seven usually. So I'm automatically intermittent fasting. But I think what Adeline was also saying, like, you don't want to do for a prolonged period of time. So 72 hour fasts, doing it all the time is not good for your health, no matter which way you put it. (laughs) So I think finding your balance and finding what works for you, but also doing everything in moderation.
0: Okay. I love it. Okay, now we're gonna dive into mask me. A nice little thing that I have got, which is just magical, really like brings all have it into the day. I have been suffering for this literally for months and trying to figure out like what products work. What, what have you guys seen and what has helped you guys? Okay, so
2: let's start off by saying that maskne, if nobody knows what it is in this day and age, it's a new type of acne caused by the lovely pandemic that is going on. (laughs) So basically prolonged wearing of masks causes your skin to not be exposed to the air and your pores get clogged up from just you breathing your own air, from wearing makeup under the mask. And you might not realize, but when you're taking your mask on and off, I know we're hand sanitizing, but you still might end up touching your face. So it causes you to break out. In terms of how to prevent it, continuing having a good skincare routine, wearing lots of moisturizer, including hyaluronic acid in your skin routine. Also, what I love that everyone needs to go and get are pimple stickers. Real from Amazon, you pop one on, nobody's going to know that they're underneath your mask because you're wearing a mask all the time. Okay. And it literally works and sucks all of
0: the pus out. It's amazing. Okay. You're going to need to send me the link to that because i see that in my life. I've tried this one. I think they were called like mighty pimple or something like that. I didn't feel like it worked that well. So I want to try the ones that you're loving because okay, I'm going to have to do it. Do you guys have any other hacks going into spring? Like any hacks or tips that people need to start doing with their skin?
1: So with regards to with Massey and like into spring as well, I think it's super important for the less is more. So with any routine that you have, it has, don't pile on a bunch of stuff just because you think they're all good. They are all good products. For example, vitamin A is great. Hyaluronic acid is great. All these products are great. But when you pile them all up at once, they're only going to make you break out more and they're not going to have the effect that they're supposed to have. So just like a light routine, you know, obviously cleanse your face, double cleanse if you're wearing makeup. You don't need to double cleanse every day. Otherwise, if like on a day to day, if Adeline and I are wearing no makeup, In the morning, I might just put water on my face and that's it. And at night, we'll do like a full cleanse because you're also stripping away the natural oils that are good for your face. Other things we could do, obviously, moisturizing, wearing SPF, key, key, key. I mean, listen, for today, I was actually at the derm clinic and we had like a little baby with eczema. And the way the doctor is going to be treating it is by doing light therapy, for example, by taking the baby out into the sun. So just for 10 minutes a day, max. Go out into the sun. It's okay to do that without SPF, but otherwise always wear your SPF. So this a I've
0: noticed that too. I feel like my skin is totally different when I've, I have these like non-exceptional walks where I have to walk between this certain time every day. Like nothing can be scheduled during that. But the more that I'm outside and I've even been working outside a little bit, that totally helps my skin, obviously wearing the SPF, but I do feel like right. that dries up some of the acne.
1: Exactly especially in California where it's like dry air. So it's beneficial.
0: (laughs) So it's a little (laughs) cold. Do you have any other winter hacks going into spring for the skin? Maybe also if you haven't yet switched to a
2: silk pillowcase, it does wonders for your skin and for your hair. And also a little secret tip that we would share. So basically change your pillowcase every, like use it once, uh, sleep on it for like two nights, flip it over sleep for two more nights, and then switch it. Because we sometimes just sleep for such a long time with the same pillowcase. So it's very important to constantly change that.
0: Okay. I love that. Okay. Let's dive into some fun stuff. I want to hear all about like new procedures that are happening, like the fibroblasting, anything else in the industry that you guys are seeing pop up, positive, negative. I want to hear it all.
1: So we could talk about fibroblasting. I haven't done the procedure personally, and neither has Adeline, but uh, we have seen it. So basically, it's a non-invasive way to lift your skin and tighten your skin. It's similar to a lot of, there's a bunch of procedures out there on the market right now that are kind of all doing the same thing, targeting fine lines, targeting scars, increasing collagen. So this is another way to do it, but it's a non-invasive way, basically.
0: What are your guys' thoughts on it?
1: So it looks promising,
2: but it also looks scary. So you might have seen it on Instagram. It's like little tiny, tiny black dots, like around the eyes, around the lips. It looks like it hurts, but they numb you. I've seen people have good results with it. Then I've seen other people say that it just didn't work for them. I feel like you need to do research before you do this procedure or any beauty procedure in general. Don't cheap out. Don't buy any like thing on Groupon or anything. Find a reliable source. It's good if you know someone that went to somebody. I think
1: that's what's important about these procedures. And some of these procedures are covered actually by insurance too. So that's nice. Like today I learned microdermabrasion is sometimes covered by your insurance. You don't have to pay $300 out of pocket to do it.
0: Okay, what? Okay, I did not know that. That's like a brand new thing for me. I'm gonna like call my insurance and be like, I struggle
1: and <laughs> see. What Literally happens. had a patient today; she paid fifty dollars copay, and that was it. <laughs>
0: That's crazy. That's, That's amazing. amazing. I didn't know that. What are some other things that are coming out on the market that you guys are either loving or hating?
1: Microneedling, we're loving. It's another tightening thing. So, unlike fibroblasting, is like an electric current, like a high electric current that like shoots at your face. Microneedling is more invasive because it's actually causing punctures in your skin. But honestly, the end result is really, really good. I think if you don't do it too abrasively and do like a patch test before, like the first time you go and know that your skin is not too sensitive to it, it's a great procedure to do. It keeps your skin youthful, regenerates collagen and you feel it because you feel your skin tighten on its own. And then you feel like your skin kind of get like the baby skin arises again, like you don't have the dark spots and all of that. Obviously, all of these require upkeep from one session. You're never going to be like, oh my God, wow, all of these are amazing, including fibroblasting. You have to do them a few times. And then after that, you'll be like, oh, okay, you'll see if this works for you or not.
0: I've gotten microneedling done, but I felt like for my acne, it made it worse. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yes. So if you're prone to breakouts, so when I did it, the rest of my face was fine, but I'm prone to breakouts on my chin. And I literally broke out on my chin. So that's a known thing. So if you have active breakouts, it's not recommended to do it in those areas. So just I would try to do it around it. Awesome.
0: Okay. <laughs> thoughts of like, okay, there's like some machines on Amazon where you could get your own like roller or your own microderm. Thoughts. Don't do it. <laughs> No. So, okay, have you just seen people like fuck it up or what's the? First of all, it's
2: not medically grade blades. Second of all, you are easily prone to infections because you, you can basically be using a non-sterile needle. I just, we just wouldn't recommend it. Go to a professional for this type of stuff. It it's is weird. your face.
1: Right. And even with professionals, there are people who call themselves like, cosmetic dermatologist or like certified. And we're about that too. Like we want to do aesthetics as well, but a weekend course is not necessarily enough to do all these procedures. And a lot of the times is those are the people you end up going to because they may be cheaper or something like that. Know that the person you're going to has had experience, a lot of experience doing these aesthetic procedures and they know what they're doing. But I want to tell you guys a funny story. So my sister.
0: Hey, tell me, tell me.
1: Okay. So my sister's like the queen of LA, but that's not the point. (laughs) (laughs) The point is, is that me and her, we would go to like the dermatologist together and she decided to share that she did microneedling on her own face. She bought like a medically grade or whatever she thought was medically grade. She literally looked like she gave herself a vampire facial. She was bleeding more than I was bleeding after my <laughs> professional. Oh my, God. oh my gosh. Okay.
0: Queen of LA. I need to meet her. You got to send me your contact. No, no, you, me her. Her. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. That's a little scary. So where, where'd she <laughs> buy the, the
1: needle? On Amazon. She said, if you want it, I'll send it to you. I was like, no. I do not <laughs> You're want. like, I really
0: don't. Okay. What are some other horror stories that you guys have seen that have either gone, that have gone bad?
2: I've seen bad lip fillers. I think girls need to like take it nice and slow and simple. I've seen a lot of duck lips happen. And I personally think that you, once again, you have to go to someone who is going to enhance your beauty, not just fill you with filler, lip filler and take your money and not care what you look like. And a lot of people are like that out there, sadly. No,
0: I totally agree. What are your guys' thoughts on cool sculpting? I did cool sculpting, and I have to be so honest. I felt like it didn't do that much, and we did like a significant amount of treatments.
1: So I like cool sculpting. I just think it's a very temporary thing. So it's not going to give you like a long-term effect. I don't know if you noticed, like the first time you did it, it looked great right after. Yeah. And then nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. Once you... Huh? Sorry. It's so wild. Right. Yeah, exactly. So once you process it through your brain that it's just temporary, it makes it a lot easier to do those procedures. Of course, it's healthy. There's nothing bad about doing it, but it's not a permanent fix. And I think that's the one thing people need to know about this type of procedure. It's not surgery.
0: (laughs) Are there any other things that are coming onto the market that you guys have seen that you've been loving or hating?
1: There's definitely new fillers and stuff coming out. Hyaluronic acid's like the big craze in terms of fillers now and people keep expanding on it. I mean, the thing is with anything new, we personally like to wait and see like same thing with a vaccine, for example, or anything. We like to wait, make sure that it's effective, that it's not going to cause any harm before trying it. So there's always new things. They're always trying like new UV lights and things like that but we don't really know what's 100% going to work until we use it ourselves.
0: What do you guys think about the COVID vaccine?
1: Yeah, so I got it. I'm a, I'm, I got my second dose. Everything's been fine. I think there was concern about like sterilization and all that. That's not true. And also, in the beginning, we were also very fearful of getting the vaccine, both Adeline and I. Obviously, because it's an mRNA, we feel the same way like the general public. Like We don't know anything about this. We're not scientists. We're physicians. So obviously with reading about it and learning that mRNA has been tested, it just hasn't been tested as widely because we didn't need it so fast. Yeah. They tested it on rabies and influenza and other things before for like 40, 50 years. And that's enough data for us to go off of. And I'd rather get the vaccine than get COVID. So that's kind of what I was weighing. The biggest concerns for us, I think, were the long-term side effects of the vaccine in 40, 50 years from now, but we also don't know the long-term side effects of having COVID 40, 50 years from now. So I think that's the general way of how we look at it. Instead of looking at it in a super scientific way, just in common sense way, that makes sense.
0: Okay. Did you get it? No,
2: I didn't get it yet.
0: No. Are you going to?
2: I don't know yet. I'm
0: still deciding.
1: My mom wants the Johnson Johnson. Uh (laughs) I'm like, it's only 85% effective. That's not good.
0: I'm scared of it. Like I actually had COVID. This is the first time that I'm like openly admitting this. And I got it from somebody. I was super safe. And of course it's the one instance where like someone wasn't and everyone apparently was supposed to be tested. And this one person didn't go get tested and everyone else is good. And I got it. Then I almost missed like Christmas. I almost missed like all of this stuff because of it but it's super interesting. Everyone has very, very different side effects. Like I was talking to my doctor about it after I got it. Cause I was like, okay, it's been 14 days. And now I know that they like took it down to 10 days of the waiting period of afterwards. But I was very like, just curious about the whole thing. Cause all of my symptoms weren't the normal symptoms. So I had like, I had vomiting, which I guess like when I had looked it up, that's like not a very common symptom. I lost taste and smell, which is more common. And then I had like night sweats and then I had one other thing and they were like, yeah, that's not common either. So I feel like it's just person to person. For sure.
2: Yeah. There's so much to this virus. Everyone is different. Everyone that I've heard has it has different symptoms who we see in the office in the hospital. They all present differently. It's,
0: it's crazy. It is crazy. What do you feel like people should know about the vaccine? Any, like, tips that you guys have or anything that you've read that you feel like is surprising?
1: Tips? Tylenol. Tylenol is your best friend. I took my, so with the second dose, a lot of people get a lot more side effects. So they feel very sick. They, some of them have nausea, vomiting, like, literally experience COVID symptoms Uh as they take the second dose. But that's also coincides with the vaccine side effect. And if you take a Tylenol, I took my Tylenol before my shot. And then I took Tylenol like right before I went to bed. And I really didn't have any side effects except for like the muscle soreness that you get with the flu vaccine. And then maybe some muscle aches, but I also work out. So who the hell really knows? So but you're I was- like, <laughs> yeah. You're like, was it the weights? Was it that I hit the gym yes. <laughs>
0: or was it the shot?
1: Did it's just or- my brain. Okay. Just your brain.
0: Well that's good to know my my boyfriend's mom actually got it and she's in her late 60s so it makes sense for her to get it too and she's been very scared to like leave the house and this weekend it was actually kind of cute like this was her first time out in an entire year out to dinner. Awesome. Oh my god. She was like pumped to go do it and she's yeah. said- She actually had, what is it, the first vaccine, yeah, she said she was super sore, and then she got her second one, and yeah, she was actually starting to get pretty sick, so we were both, we were like, kind of like, ah, but she was, now she's totally fine.
1: Yeah. So Tylenol will be your friend. So now you guys know you have a perfect example to go off of. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. Amazing. Now that we've touched on all things COVIDness, let's chat red light therapy. Where do you guys, like I have like these, you guys are probably going to be like, this is fully bullshit, but I got these red light therapy bulbs off of Amazon. Thoughts on those.
2: So the only FDA approved that we know is the Juve lights. Which ones did you get?
0: I got, oh, they're straight up off Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like red lamps. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll just take a of them. They're these red light bulbs that are supposed to be like red light therapy bulbs. And I screwed them in my lamps. I have to say oh, that puts you in a damn trance before bedtime. Who knows if it's actually like the full meal deal. But then I do have a juve. I have the full body juve. my awesome. um, I have that in my closet.
2: Oh, wow. So, okay. So that one is FDA approved. There's been Harvard studies about red light therapy. It shows that it's very promising in reducing inflammation, helping in our collagen stimulation. Like there's so many other great effects to it.
1: Yeah, I second that. I like red light therapy. All the light therapies in general, they're all good. It just depends what you're trying to target. Like blue light, the wavelength is shorter, so it doesn't penetrate as deep. And then with red light, it goes a lot deeper. So that's why people prefer it. And like with the inflammation, acne, all those other things, it kind of helps. So like blue light therapy, they use in the derm clinic regularly. And basically, as soon as there's some sort of infection or anything like that, it just clears it up. That's the logic behind it. Again, this might not be for everyone. If you have a different cause for acne or a different cause for why you're inflamed, like a specific condition, the light therapy might not necessarily help you. So it kind of just depends on what your target is. And then you can see if those light therapies can be tailored towards that.
0: Okay, guys. Now I need to, now we're just, I'm just diving in. I'm like, you guys are just my resources. I'm going to be like texting. Hi, so I have a question. What are your guys' best kept wellness secrets from a physician's perspective?
1: wellness. There's so many.
0: I know. Drop them. Drop all the
1: tidbits. We want to know it Even all. There are usual ones, Adeline, that we always talk about.
2: Okay. So since we spoke about gut health in terms of wellness, and this is health also, I love taking the seed symbiotic. It's a pre and probiotic. It has a lot of good benefits for our gut, for our cardiovascular system, just our whole body in general. And I feel like it helps with bloating. If you suffer from bloating, I'm telling you flat, you're going to be flat after taking
0: probiotics. Like the brand, the seed. I think I've seen that It's like a green bottle. Yes. Yes. Okay. Do you get it on their website or do you get it on? No, I got it on the website. It's a monthly subscription. Okay. Magical. I'm going, okay. I'm going to order that. Mm Okay. Any other best kept tips?
1: I think treat your body in terms of beauty, health, all that, it's everything comes from the inside out. So obviously in terms of eating a healthy diet, getting enough sleep, drinking enough water, those things are definitely key. Definitely starters. Everyone above the age of 20 should be doing it, period. Because when you're younger, you want to do whatever you want.
0: Exactly. And-
1: The other thing that I think is also equally important when it comes to that is being in the right headspace. So whether it's meditating or doing daily affirmations or working out, find whatever it is that puts you in the right headspace. Like we all live stressful lives. We know like we don't have, we have great days, bad days, but we find ways to separate our personal from our business. So every time we go to work, we make sure to put on like our head first, put on a smile and have a good day. But that's because we're able to put ourselves in the right headspace every day. So you got to do that for sure.
0: Love that. Okay, guys, pimp yourself out. Where can everyone find you? Where can they come say hey? So if
2: you want to find us, we're on Instagram at The Secret Scope. And we're on all podcast platforms, The Secret Scope podcast. Go check us out. Tell us any topics that you want us to discuss. Health, beauty, wellness. We got you covered.
0: Well, guys, thank you so much, TBB Babes. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe, and we will see your lovely faces next week.